Welcome to the Power of a Woman podcast. This podcast is centered around helping you reclaim and finding yourself as a woman, connecting with how you want to feel in your life and body, and changing the narrative on not only how we approach health for women, but also how we treat ourselves and the stories that we tell ourselves. I'm so grateful you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back. If you have been following, you've noticed I've taken a couple times in the last couple months where we didn't have a podcast out, and that was intentional. And the reason behind that, and a lot of our podcast today, is going to be talking about how your nervous system and trying to heal your body can be so intricately connected from my own personal experience. I started working on healing my body a while ago. I'm going to tell you a little bit of my personal story first, so this makes sense. But about nine years ago, lost my dad pretty traumatically to cancer. And about a year before he passed away, I left a very unhealthy relationship. And I did not realize how emotionally unhealthy that relationship was until I left it. And I started seeing dramatic responses in my body within that year before my dad passed. My hormones started to go haywire. In a short period of time, I gained weight without really much of an explanation. And there was a lot of healing to be done. But at that time, I did not realize the way in which I needed to be doing the healing. And then soon after that, my dad got sick and passed away. And it was a couple of years of just stress and just living in a fog And if you've ever been in something similar to that, you come out of it, you know what I mean by just the fog that you're living in in that time frame. And in that time, I was so desperate to feel better. I was willing to do anything. But what I did not know was that the things that I was doing wasn't actually getting me to where I needed to be. And they were becoming a band-aid solution. And in that time, I was working with different practitioners. And I was getting a lot of different you know, solutions that were kind of inching me closer and closer to the answers that I needed to actually heal my body. But at that time frame, they were more Band-Aid solutions than actual, I guess, solutions to the problem. Did I feel better? A hundred percent. Did I actually get to where I needed to be? No, because during a lot of that, I kept feeling like I had to fight my body to sustain what I was feeling and how I was feeling better. When I say that to clients now of, you know, there's band-aid things that we can do, or we could actually address the real problem and get you to where you want to be. I'm telling you that from personal experience because I spent years in it, years of learning the wrong ways to do something until I finally got to the right way. And it took me a long time of working through that and feeling like I had to be so strict with everything that I was doing. I felt like I could look at a cheeseburger and gain five pounds. And if I wasn't going to bed regimented and you know, just so detailed about everything that during that time, I was forgetting how much my state of stress over the things that I was doing and my obsession almost over the things that I was doing was keeping me from actually healing. And no one was really talking to me about that. There was a lot of internal dialogue and internal anxiety and stress over if we went out and how that was impacting me and 
and what it was doing and was I going to go backwards in my progress? And all of that internal dialogue and stress was holding me back from really feeling the way that I wanted to feel. Now that partnered with a lot of, you know, band-aid solutions being presented to me and not actually doing the correct testing and things that I needed at that time to get the answers I needed until a couple of years ago when I finally did the proper testing and got more to the root of the solution of what was going on. A lot of that time was spent learning what I did want and what I didn't want. And it's helped me in a lot of ways, right, to be able to identify that, but also to finally get to some answers myself. So when I'm speaking to things today, I want you to understand that I have been in your shoes and I get it. I 100% understand what it feels like to want the answers, to feel like you're doing all the things right, and to not totally be getting there. And I can tell you from personal experience, I was a part of the problem. My obsession, my worry, my internal anxiety, stress, my constantly thinking about the outcome and not the journey was keeping me stuck. And it wasn't until I finally started to see, and I actually healed, but then things actually started to come back because I didn't address the root issue. And the root issue for me and a lot of that was healing traumas, stressors, supporting my nervous system. And yeah, you know, working through getting my gut feeling better and all of those things in that time frame too. But at the root of it, I knew how much those things were connected, but I didn't want to accept how much those things were connected until I finally got to a place where I was recognizing how much my nervous system was playing a massive role in me truly having sustainable results. And what I mean by that for myself was, I am very much the kind of person who is always looking for the next thing, right? I accomplish something and I'm looking for what's next. And that is great in a lot of aspects. But in some aspects, I needed to learn when to slow down and just be present and be in the moment and learn to just embrace where I was. And that can be transferred into so many different areas, into your career, into your home life, your relationships, etc. And that was probably one of the toughest things for me to really learn to embrace and probably took me the longest. And it wasn't until I was on a retreat that I really get it and really felt what that felt like to embrace it. I had to disconnect myself from everything in order to come back to myself and understand what that actually meant. I had to leave my phone. I had to not have social media access. I needed needed to not be around my intimate relationships. I needed to go submerge myself in a completely uncomfortable situation to come back to myself. One of the things that I want you to understand about that is that you cannot heal your body in a sympathetic state. Your body needs to come back to its parasympathetic state way more often when you are trying to heal your body. So when you're trying to heal your gut, heal your hormones, fix the way your body responds to stressors, heal and support thyroid, whatever it is that we're trying to do, whatever we're trying to heal, you're not going to do it by living in a state of sympathetic overdrive. Ways that we can live in states of sympathetic overdrive, waking up every day, grabbing your phone, first thing, checking your email, checking your social media, already responding to things. Even though this may not feel like that big of a deal, you're already putting yourself in that state. And then especially if you have kids like you, like we do, you get up and you start getting ready. You got to get the kids ready. You're already in hustle mode in the morning. 
And then you're driving. That's a sympathetic thing as it is, especially if you live in Michigan. You're driving, you get yourself to work, you start to get situated. Work is a sympathetic thing. And then you're driving home and then it's like, go, go, go. When you get home, if you have kids, you got tasks to get them to, they've got sports, they've got all these different things. And then it's dinner and then it's bedtime. And then it's, what do we do? We sit in front of a TV, we grab our phone, we scroll social. It is the one time of day that we have an opportunity to come down a little bit and bring ourselves back into that parasympathetic state. And that's a lot of people's days. And if you're not working outside of the home and you are home, it's very similar things, but done in different ways, right? It could be with kids, whatever that is. A lot of us are spending a lot of our day in sympathetic overdrive. And then when our nervous system finally gets some time to just woosah and chill, we're getting to that evening time frame, and it makes us really uncomfortable to be quiet because we're so used to being distracted and and having all these things going on that we look to numb. And sometimes we use alcohol to numb, but sometimes that numbing comes in the way of food. Sometimes that numbing comes in the way of scrolling social media, watching TV. We're numbing in some way, shape, or form because we're avoiding sitting with whatever it is that we're feeling or needing to just sit and let our body restore and be with our mind, be with our thoughts, sit with those things. It makes us uncomfortable. It makes us feel like we need to be doing something. Some of us use it to get up and start cleaning the house, doing tasks, dishes, etc., all to avoid being with ourselves. And if that's you and you're a state of trying to heal your body, you're going to spit in circles. There is not a supplement in the world, I can tell you from personal experience, that will undo you needing to sit with yourself and you needing to get your body into a parasympathetic state more often. So when you're in a state of trying to heal, this actually means that you probably need to get into parasympathetic more than you would if you were already healed more than if you weren't dealing with GI issues or hormone issues or whatever it is. You need to get your body into a state of rest and digest is what the what happens in the parasympathetic state more often than usual. And this can be some of the hardest things for clients to get our heads around. It was the hardest thing for me to get my head around. And it wasn't until I actually did it and I had to surrender to the process and trust it, did the results actually start to happen the way that I wanted them to. I actually felt better after having my daughter and being forced to surrender to the process. And I got the leanest that I had ever been without trying than I did ever before I had kids because I literally surrendered to the process. I didn't have any other options at that point. So sometimes our answer is that we need to surrender and we need to trust the process and we need to stop fighting the process. and. I imagined myself a lot in that state of like toddler throwing a tantrum, right? And like, just like finding like, no, I don't want to do that. And like, no, that doesn't sound right, right? Because I had this like idea in my head and I was too stubborn to see outside of that idea. So sometimes our, our answer needs to be that we need to see outside of our ideas and our thoughts and beliefs and maybe embrace something that can feel a little bit uncomfortable and different because it's not the mainstream thing that's being told to us all the time of, just diet and exercise, just work out harder, just eat less, move more, you're going to lose weight. That's not the solution for a lot of women. Because if it was, 
then y'all would all be living off of 1200 calories and seeing results, but it's not. And at what point do you stop cutting your calories less and less and less and accept that maybe we need to do something different? So one of the ways that you can kind of recognize like, all right, what are things that are parasympathetic versus sympathetic? Sympathetic things, exercise, especially strength training, cardio, you cardio queens, running, all of those forms of cardio, every single form besides you know, walking in nature, getting outside. Sympathetic is going to work. Sympathetic is being on your phone. Sympathetic is watching TV. Sympathetic is, well, you know, the obvious ones, having an argument, managing toddlers, etc. Always being on the go, driving. So we spend a lot of our time in sympathetic tasks in the day. So then we need to spend more time in our parasympathetic. And when you're trying to heal, that means you need to spend more than you normally would there. This could be yoga, petting the kind of yoga that you do. If it's hot vinyasa yoga, it's not. Yin yogas, yogas where you're spending a lot of time just stretching, resting, breathing. Breath work can be, especially when you're doing it for a longer duration of time. Taking a walk outside in nature, leave your phone at home, just get outside. Sleep is parasympathetic. You need to be in parasympathetic when you're eating food, but a lot of us are not. Taking an Epsom salt bath, doing a cold plunge, the one thing that everybody loves. <laughs> Those are all parasympathetic supporting activities that you can be doing. And when we're trying to heal our body, we need to spend some more time in those. Meaning I like to tell our clients, you need to choose a couple, even journaling. I forgot journaling. Choose a couple, spend some time in a couple of them in a weekly basis. So. When we're working through these things, it can be a really hard thing to grasp of, oh, my four times a week of workouts might need to get cut down to two, but it doesn't mean I'm doing nothing. Those two times could get replaced with like yin yoga or taking a walk outside in nature or taking a salt bath or doing a cold plunge and journaling or a breathwork session. When I'm trying to heal my body, my body needs less and it needs more restoration. It needs to relax more along with working through the nutrition support that I need, bringing in the supplementation, the healing modalities that I'm bringing in to functionally and therapeutically support what my body needs. But sometimes the thing that's holding us back is lying in our day-to-day in the things that we are doing so much of. I've had this conversation a lot with clients lately of like, you cannot do more. You have to stop doing and start being sometimes. Being present, get off your phone. Just be present with the people around you. Be present when you're outside. Leave your phone at home. Just spend more time being and enjoying the moment instead of worrying about what you're not doing or what you're missing out on. Spend a lot of time of what we call it like the joy of missing out. Jomo is like the new phrase, right? It's the new YOLO. It's the joy of missing out. Spending a little bit more time just being with yourself and tuning back into what you need. And as weird as it sounds, getting to know yourself again. Because too many of us spend so much time stimulated by so many things during the day that we lose ourselves in the process. So if you're searching for healing right now, working on your gut, working on hormones, whatever it is, the answer may not be another supplement. The answer may not be a better workout plan. The answer may not be more 
timing with your meals and when you should eat your carbs and what types of protein are better. The answer might be that you need to stop asking those kinds of questions and you need to just focus on being and you need to just focus on relaxing more. You need to focus on more restorative based things. You may need to skip the Saturday workout and go take a walk outside. You may need to give up the current routine that you have with your workouts. And as weird as it sounds, do something a little bit more restorative for your body. There's a time and a place for everything. And we can't be so attached to the thing that we're doing that when it's not serving our body, we're not willing to let it go. So I am 100% telling you this from personal experience and things that I had to personally learn along the way, not just professional. But I'm also telling you this as someone who does this professionally. And I do see this often. We, when we work with clients, we work with majority of our clients in a minimum six-month container. And it's usually around months four-ish that women can start getting frustrated if they're not embracing this part of the process. And they start using words like stuck and frustrated. And what that means is there's resistance. When you're telling me you're stuck and frustrated, there is resistance happening. And when there's resistance happening, there is a part of something that we are not trusting. There's a part of the process that we're not embracing. There's a part of the process that we are not willing to let go of an old piece of us that may have become a part of our identity. Like, I am the person who does this group fitness class. I am the person who does this, this, and this. And we're not willing to let go of that part of our identity, even though it's not serving us. We're not willing to see that it's not serving us and it's keeping us stuck and it's keeping us frustrated. And it's usually around that time frame that these things start to come in because it's usually around that time frame that we run out of things to add into someone's program to where they have to start embracing all modalities of it. And then when those things, there's nothing else to add in and they're stuck sitting with the things that they're resisting, that that's where the frustration can start to come in. So take a look at what you're doing and really you should always be analyzing. Self-awareness is so, so important. You should always be analyzing what you're doing and asking, is this working? Is this not working? And not analyzing in the way of overthinking it, but analyzing just how am I feeling? Am I being with my body? Am I enjoying this right now? Is this making me feel good? How long am I sore after doing that workout? Why am I resisting this? What's my internal dialogue around this? Is this making me frustrated? Why? Why is it making me feel that way? should always be asking ourselves questions. Why do I think that way? Why do I process things that way? And it doesn't mean beating yourself up, right? It just means be curious. Be very curious with yourself. And that's how we can learn and grow and learn to be with a process. So the only thing I'm going to leave you with today is you cannot heal your body when you are constantly living in sympathetic overdrive. The deeper and deeper I go, and to learning more and more about the body is always coming back to your nervous system 100% is a crucial role in how your body feels. We can talk about the hormones, we can talk about your gut, we can talk about all of it, but your nervous system, I guarantee you, is influencing a part of why you are feeling the way that you are. I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. We're going to carry on with this series and dig into it a little bit further.
And that's it for this episode on the Power of a Woman podcast. If any part of this episode resonated with you, I would greatly appreciate you giving it a review, sharing it on your social media, and tagging me for another woman who may need to hear it too. If changing the narrative is something you're ready to take action on, my coaching programs are set up to help you do just that. We will address the nutrition, movement, lifestyle, stress, gut health, and hormonal needs that you individually have as a woman so that we can help you feel your absolute best and own your power too. Connect with me on Instagram at Brooke Razzie or head over to my website at brookerazzie.com to learn more.